to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles. 2014. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you'll ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we invite a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And uh, we just got finished watching season one, episode four, called The Transplant, uh, which aired on October 5th, 1985. And we have a very special guest with us today, very lovely actor, Sam Levine. Oh, Hello, thank you. Sam. Thank you so much. Please hold the applause. That was season one? Season, season one. one. I feel like, based on the subject matter in that episode, they would have needed to know, like, no, no, no. The fans fucking love us. <laughs> They'll let us get away with murder. I know we can put this on the air. This was a very... Serious episode yeah. for your fourth season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what season did you think maybe this was? I I thought this was like season four or five. No. When they were just like, man, we really mined a lot. This of is literally the fourth here. episode. This is the fourth episode yeah. ever of this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is asking a tremendous amount from their audience. But it was 1985. People were slower. I know, but also <laughs> considering though, a giant portion of this episode was dedicated to a character we were meeting for the first time. Yeah. It wasn't even that interesting. And no. had no backstory at all. Outside yeah. of sisterly fights. So let's yeah. recap the episode. Let's recap first. the episode. Okay, so um, the whole point of the episode is Blanche's sister, Virginia, is coming to visit. And Blanche is just really stressed about this, and they're cleaning the house, and they're all getting ready because she hates her sister, but she wants to impress her sister and be like, I'm better than you. So she hates her sister. She's going through all those moments. Meanwhile, B's story, the girls have to babysit. Blanche, Rose, and Sophia, mainly Blanche and Rose, have I mean, to Dorothy babysit. Dorothy and Rose. Dorothy and Rose, excuse me. <laughs> um, have, to, have to babysit this neighbor's baby, Ted and someone else. Nancy. Nancy, yeah. yeah. Someone's baby for a few days. No explanation outside of, like, the dude had to have surgery, going to the hospital, and no explanation of who these characters are. No, just Ted and Lucy. Just that's Ted and Lucy. Ted and Lucy, that's what it is. watching their baby. Yeah, so um, nothing happens with this child. Yeah, There's so go back to the A. Literally, literally, literally this nothing. was just to give Dorothy, Rose, and Sophia uh-huh. lines. Although, yeah. although it did give Sophia a pretty great uh, little bit in there about uh, talking about breastfeeding. That's true. That's oh, yeah, true. we learned a lot about, I feel like, Everybody in this episode admitted to being a horrible parent. But I also wanted to say, like, well, we'll get to it in a second. So then what happens with Virginia and Blanche is Virginia's dying. She needs she needs a kidney transplant. Which we learn when she says, I'm dying. Yeah, twice. She says it twice. <laughs> I'm dying, Blanche. In a very separate southern accent. Yes, but there's a reason for that. I'll, I'll, I'll explain oh that. So, oh uh, so, so... Blanche is struggling, which is a ridiculous, pointless, horrible person struggle to have, struggling with giving a, one of one of her two healthy kidneys to her sister um, at, during the entire episode. And that's basically the episode. At the end, she does decide to give, to donate her kidney to, to Virginia. But turns out her cells are too small. Yeah, right, her blood cells. Which of course, cells? like Blanche is like, I knew I've always been so petite. Of course, like <laughs> any any way to like to, to, to turn it into like a superficial, of like, course. physical. Yeah. Thing. And her sister is going to live thanks to a Mormon woman who has who is a match for um for the blood type. And Did you notice too? Like all of this happened within a day. Like they uh-huh. they first of all, they she gave comes back to the get baby a kidney without even. 
without even seeing if they were a match. They yeah. didn't even go through the whole process. She just said, I want your Her kid. sister was in town for like two days. She went away. She decided to do it. She left the next day. We don't know how much time left. Well, Blanche between. flew all the way to Atlanta. And they still had the baby during that moment. The, they had just given back the baby when Blanche got back from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You guys should know. Uh, Florida is pretty close to Atlanta. <laughs> this is true. It's an hour flight. <laughs> but, then, but then she comes in and she was like, I wasn't a match, but they were able to find a donor, meaning like within the span of a day, yeah. they were like, you're not a match. But yeah, the UNOS list was really well organized back in they the didn't even have They like, didn't even know she, AIDS yeah, existed in 1985, yet. yet it took yeah. them 30 seconds to figure out yeah. this donor. Um, okay, I have so many notes for this episode. Yeah, same. Um, this, the episode starts with Blanche freaking out about trying to make her house more pretty for Virginia to come. Yeah. She is putting out the most gaudy, disgusting floral arrangements. The house is already pretty disgusting. It's already, but even the, the chair looks like a giant flower. So she's like taking, and she puts two arrangements next to each other. And it's just like this mishmash of like flowers that don't match and colors that clash. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. It that was, was a little pointless. upsetting. But then again, like they, they had wicker furniture. Yeah. Now, is, are they in Miami? Yes. They're in Miami. Okay. Yeah. Now, because I, for the listeners uh, who, who don't know, I am not uh, an avid Golden Girls watcher. Shocking. I know. That's uh, what most of our guests say. It's because I was not raised by... Um, homosexuals. Uh, homosexuals. And I had no sisters. <laughs> yes. So there's no, re- there was no reason for me to have watched it in my youth. Uh-huh. Um, only, only in my adult years have I occasionally caught uh, an episode here and there on, on cable. And appreciated um, it. It's, it's it's a wonderfully funny show. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. I've I've never seen an episode uh, that I would say that's a bad episode. Even the the thing we just watched, I laughed several times. Yeah. So like when you can say the worst episode of Golden Girls only has ten laughs, yeah. it's like that's still way better. Do you remember than when you the first... best episode of According to Jim? Do you remember when you <laughs> Do you remember when you first saw the Golden Girls? Uh, I first... mean, I was a kid when You're I kid. saw the first one. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was on. I knew it existed. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't like finding out, uh, you know, years later that some huge show was. Oh, I could have watched the Dukes of Hazard because I did watch the Dukes of Hazard. But that's how know. I was with Frasier. Okay. Yeah. Never you watched Frasier. Never... It was on the air. And then afterwards, I'm like, what? Yeah. Same with everybody else, Raymond too. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Off topic. So maybe I'm just waiting for uh, Golden Girls to yeah. be on uh, the inside of my eyelids. Exactly. When when we Google get that Glass. technology, that's when it's going to happen. And then I'll watch all. You're going to have the Golden Girls Google classes. <laughs> Uh, that's a lot of G's. That's a lot of alliteration. <laughs> a lot of alliteration. Um, this episode did what I feel like a lot of sitcoms did anytime you had to have a baby, which mm-hmm. is they have like two very close insert shots of the actual baby's yeah. face, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time they're always carrying like a very well wrapped and concealed, like yeah. very stiff. You know, you can just tell the way that they're holding it that there's no baby. Yeah. That always cracks me up. I, I just, I didn't see the point of this, again, this There was no point in the storyline, but what it did do, there is a really good moment that, again, we all learned how horrible parents, you know, each character was. But more so, I think with Sophia, I was actually taken more by Sophia in this episode than anybody else, because Sophia actually spoke more about the effects of parenting and family and how you're supposed to, like, deal with family mm-hmm. stuff. Like, she talked about what happens to her body after breastfeeding and, like, yeah. you know, some real life things mm-hmm. she was admitting to. Even, like, when it got to um, to when Blanche talked about giving her kidney to her sister. And Sophia's the only one being like, you're ridiculous. It's family. I of know. course you do it. Yeah, there was, a, there, we noticed there was an almost uh, applause break. Yeah. Yes. There was yeah. one guy in the back of the room who was like, yeah, that, 
no, we're not no. doing this? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool, guys. I didn't, I didn't understand. It was, and here's the thing, is that Blanche hates her sister, but every reason, every, like, rationalization for that was because her sister did stuff to them when they were younger. Yeah. But that's just part of growing up and being siblings. She didn't say, like, oh, she stole a ton of money from me last year. It was yeah. like, when we were kids, she did this, and when we were teenagers, she did this, and I hate her. And Virginia is being perfectly nice to her the entire yeah. time, and she's saying mean things to her, like, your face is sagging, like, you know, the leaves of a willow tree, and saying these incredibly mean but things to her. I, I mean, okay, and I'm not, yes, it's it ridiculous. It's unprecedented, like, there's no... But with my siblings, I still hate them for things from childhood. Why? <laughs> you grow up, but... I, I grew know. up, yes, but at the yeah. same time, I'm like... You fucked me over. But I guess the notion in this was they they lived in the same house when they were children. Mm -hmm. She was horrible to her. And then the minute she they weren't her. children, they moved away and never spoke to each yeah. other. Yeah. So really the only the only memory she has of her sister is this awful childhood. Okay. And the sister that married Blanche's and, uh, boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. So we can just assume that they both... I know you don't like me to drop F-bombs yeah. when it comes to talking about sexual intercourse with the like ladies because yes. you respect them so much. Yeah. So Virginia and Blanche, presumably... Sam's face... Your face... That's a lot of furrowing. <laughs> he doesn't like me to say fucked. Yeah. Um, Okay. They were intimate with the same. I just don't like man. saying. I don't mind the word "fucked." I just don't like associating it with these four women. That's I see. Completely it's fair. specific to these women. It's only not these in women. general. We can talk about fucking whoever we want. Like okay. I'm all about them. But these we'll fictional, these fictional characters, these fictional characters, no go. No fucking can be applied right. to any of them. But so, they can but be when intimate, <laughs> sexual intercourse, sexual intercourse. Uh, so, but the thing is, is when her sister's like, "I need a new kidney." She spends so much time being like, oh, but it's my kidney. I don't get how you can debate that. I know. She's like, I either lose a sister or a kidney. And the, the, she, like, to her, to Blanche, both of those have equal weight, which I think is really messed up and says a lot It's a really person. weak storyline, though. Yeah. Like, it's a really, how is that a storyline? I think you guys are giving way more credit to mankind. <laughs> Maybe. Would you question giving a kidney? Would, if my, I only have one sibling, and if he needed a kidney, I would, uh, as, as was almost said in the episode, I would cut it out myself and give yeah. it to him. Yeah. But I know a lot of horrible people out there, and I yeah. bet you guys do too. I mean, yeah. Whereas, it's not that they'd say no, but they'd go, oh, I don't know. And it what might an take some prodding to go, you realize if you don't do this, they will die. Yeah. Like, you'll probably be fine, but they will certainly die if you do nothing. So, basically, we're better people than most people. I think that's what I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I don't know. I'll say this. I, in my lifetime, have known people who have had such bad relationships mm -hmm. with some of their family members, mm -hmm. as in it leads to decades of no communication. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I haven't talked to my father since 97. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like a thing. So, I mean, I don't want to, I wouldn't, I, I mean, don't yeah, we, on this another podcast. It's okay, just a yes. sad but, divorce. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But, I mean, in, and not your situation, but another situation where maybe a similar thing, or maybe yeah. it's two siblings, maybe yeah. there was, it was a real blood feud or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I could understand in that situation where it's, fuck, this is a if real If it's the spot. first time they've done Although, it in 30 years, yeah, yeah of course. But admittedly, that's not the situation they framed for Blanche. Yeah. Which made it a little more, it's like, wait, you're really struggling with this Blanche? Like, it's your fucking sister. And yeah. clearly, you guys know each other. Like, I get yeah. that you've had not the greatest past, mm -hmm. but clearly, you're still on speaking terms. 
And Blanche only seemed to be in a good mood. Like, she's like, I'm gonna give it to her. And we're still like, ugh. But then she comes back and she's like, guess what? She didn't need it. I love my sister. That seemed to be the only point at which she was like, it was like, like looking positive and acting positively about yeah. her relationship with her sister. Even when she was like, I'm gonna give it to her. Yeah. It's only when she comes back and she's like, I have my kidney and my sister. And I was just yeah. like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, is, really, is this what it took to get you to like her? Yeah. Like, ah, I don't have to give her my kidney now. I'm yeah. sorry, that's a really bad thing. Is it, is it through line for Blanche on the show that she's vain and was beautiful? And yeah. Did it all oh, always. Things? It's like a... She's a pretty slut. Yeah. Very because, vain. Because, um, and, you know, I don't like to speak ill of the dead. But um, she kind of looked like Skeletor. Oh, you think? Oh, See, no, I think season one, she looks amazing. She does. Rue McClanahan didn't. She looked. She did not look her greatest in this episode. I feel like they put a lot of like neutral colored there was makeup that on her. Like that a she did at the beginning. That was, that was like no, it was amazing. It was, I literally wrote a note being like, love, love the wobble dance. Yes. But I feel like they gave her like. Not a lot of blush and like kind of like nude shades of lipstick. She just well, the whole first season is very, very much like that. I mean, you can tell that they shifted. I think they're really. We should actually do some research on this because I feel like they shifted cameras. They changed cameras. There were a between lot of season really, one and season two. A lot of really tight, like single shot, like yeah. close-ups of faces in this episode. A lot of. I them. wonder that, if they did that. Like, what actually, kind of cameras they used? That's not uh, unusual for '80s style sitcoms. Really? Yeah, and I know this because fairly recently in my life, I watched every single episode of Bosom Buddies. Wow. Wow. Um, does it hold up? It most certainly does not. Oh, boy. And, and yet you watched them all. Well, I did. It was almost a matter of, well, i got to get through this. Yeah. Because if I, want, if I want to talk about this and someone says, well, surely you didn't, you know, every episode's not like that, I can say, oh, no. How many seasons was that? A, not even two complete seasons. Was it a it was a hit show? Supposedly. I think it was like a bubble show. Was it a hit after Splash? Like uh, is that why it was a hit? Uh no, it's pre Splash. Interesting. Yeah, Splash wow. was to my knowledge eighty four. Yeah. So this was eighty one eighty two. Wow. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party. That's a good movie. Um, Not good, but good. Yeah. But uh but my point is like there was stuff. Yeah. On that show, storylines and and ways they would they would photograph people and it was shot where it's like they get crazy tight close up shots on very serious moments. Yeah, so bizarre. And you well, and also eighties sitcoms well, embrace feel serious like moments yeah. more like, than really. It's like you feel no. like even more of an intruder in that moment as yeah. like an outside viewer. I don't know. I don't mind the close up shots, but I do see like you you see you know comedy shows now whatever you know single or multi and like. They don't have the serious moments like they used to. They oh, don't no. have the molestation episodes like they uh, used to. Very special episodes. Yeah. I haven't been in a bike shop. Um, two things that we, again, I feel like every episode we end up having these like revelations about characters when we like learn certain things about them that are messed up. And we've sort of like touched on it a little bit, but we learned, so we learned about the parenting styles of these women when they're talking about yeah. family and the baby. So Rose admits she gave her children brandy in their bottles. Um, That's a so, hilarious bit. And Sophia admits that she breastfed her son Phil until he was 12. Well, we kept everything Sophia <laughs> says is taken with a grain of salt. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. Maybe Sophia had some brandy in her tea. Yeah. She said it. Um, I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. I will say, though, there is, a, there is something that, like, other shows do that Golden Girls didn't do, and that, like, they at least remain consistent to always having the comedy 
be a part of even the drama's dramatic mm-hmm. situations, whereas mm-hmm. other sitcoms in the 80s, I don't think they just let the drama unfold, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and let the series unfold, whereas, like, in the revelation of Virginia dying, you know, she says, I'm dying, she says, I'm dying, and then Blanche has this, like, really long pause where you think it's going to be, like, I even said it while we were watching it, music, like, I thought it was going to transition and have mm-hmm. that serious moment last, but no, they went for the funny, and they, like, oh, that explains why you're puffy. Yeah. Like, and it was just oh. a, such a great sort of, like, yeah. maintaining of, of a storyline, mm-hmm. of a, being a comedy storyline. Um, I also thought it was funny how, so at the end of the episode, again, this arc where they get a baby, like Ted and Lucy, something, something, that we have the baby. Why did they have the baby to begin with at the beginning? Because Ted was going in for some treatment. Ted was going in for some treatment. They have the baby for a couple days, and then it's like... Was uh, Ted getting chemo? Ted, I don't know, but then... He then he, he was like oh he had oh he now he needs minor surgery so we're gonna have him a little bit longer like they explained so much like we didn't need to know any of that but um we so, could write fan fiction for what well happened yeah I'm, I'm like I, I now I want to see a shadow episode of like just what happened with Ted and Lucy for like I mean they didn't have their baby it's actually the show turns parents. for like five days yeah you know like. They didn't have their baby. Well, not, I mean, not, no, see, I don't think that's so weird. Because, yeah. like, I had family members who dropped off their kids, like, for long stretches of time, for vacations, or for work. And they that said happened. that he's going to come back, and he never comes back. Like, they're like, Ted and Lucy said we could have the baby, Danny, back next month. Yeah. they go on for vacation. Vacation, yeah. Whatever. Right. No, Why would did. they even say that? They did, but nothing funny happened during those five days, so there was no need to have an episode. <laughs> it just, I don't know. That was, like, it was just the most jarring B story. And I wonder if they were, like, their thinking was, like, Okay, so you know this A story is going to be this really heavy thing about death. So maybe this one will be about life, baby. You know what I mean? I'm just I like, wonder how much of because the show initially started with Susan Harris. She created it and she wrote the first few episodes. Um, I don't know who exactly wrote this episode, but I feel like a lot of the storylines came from Susan Harris, and then they shifted the writers' room mm-hmm. later on after the first few episodes came about, and you started seeing that rhythm because there was a rhythm that came when Terry Hughes kind of started becoming more involved and. There was a pattern of how the shows unfolded, and they were consistent with their stories and how funny they were. Whereas in the first few episodes, you can kind of tell that it's it has that soap effect. Again, Susan Harris, she wrote for soap, has that soap effect where like they don't feel the need to have that consistent funny going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They 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 allow the long pauses, they allowed the build up, they yeah. allowed sort of like the weird B stories, and I think they were just trying to find that blend between. You know, the late 70s style of comedy writing coming off All in the Family and Soap and then going into this new modern 80s style of close-ups and drama. Why did Blanche and her sister have two different accents? You said you well, uh, yes, so Blanche, after the, which I feel like we talked about this before, but Blanche, Blanche's southern accent is a mix between southern and May West. So it was never, and even Blanche in the um, Emmys archive video interviews that they have on YouTube, uh, she talks about how it's not a southern accent. It's a... Blanche's accent is a mix between Mae West and sort of like a Georgia woman. And so it's not full Southern at all. She's like, you'll never see a Southern woman in the South talking like Blanche. And she did that purposely because she wanted that sexual appeal to it. But then why not have Virginia do her accent? Maybe Virginia wasn't as good of an actress. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, no, it does. No. I mean, I have a feeling that it wasn't, like, I have a feeling that Blanche, that Rue McClanahan, being Rue McClanahan, probably in retrospect made up that excuse for her accent, and maybe Rue McClanahan just had this weird accent that she did that was Southern, and maybe. and created it, and Virginia just kind of went with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a great, you know I love any, like, Sophia um, 
Dorothy moment. There was a really great moment where the two of them are just sitting on the couch, and Sophia's eating chips so loudly, mm-hmm. and they just hold while she's eating chips, and Dorothy is just, like, staring daggers straight mm-hmm. ahead, and they're holding it for so long, and uh, I think finally she says, like, Ma, could you get a little more quietly? And she's like, what, do you want me to swallow them whole? And <laughs> I just, it was, like, the highlight of the episode. Does anyone know how many Emmys they gave Estelle Getty? One. For, they each won one Emmy. They each won one over yeah. the course of the series? So uh, Betty White won in 85. She was the first for season one. Room and Clanahan won for season two. I don't know what episode. And then both uh, B. Arthur and Estelle Getty won in the same year for the third season. Well, that's and then nice. after that, they were nominated... <laughs> Both, all of them were nominated, but then only Rose. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's amazing. He's like, well, that's nice. So <laughs> spreading it out. I, I think I feel like they planned it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course, the mom and daughter duo yeah, win Emmys the same great. year. But Rose was the only. Betty White was the only one that had Emmys, Emmy nominations every single year of the show. Well, I, that is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I hope someday that I get on a multi camera and they give me an Emmy for saying one liners. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really that. is. It's Oh, no, no, no. I'm not I don't mean to take any <laughs> away. No, no, no. no. Let, let me let me rephrase. For perfectly delivering yeah. every great one-liner they ever there wrote. You yeah. Go. You know, they had to keep reshooting. Estelle Getty had so much trouble memorizing lines. Like yeah. she was horrible at memorizing yeah, lines that's... that they had to consistently do reshoots with Estelle. She had a lot Getty. of like yeah. she had like epic stage fright as well. She had epic, yeah, but as they, uh, B. Arthur talks about in her Emmys interview archive thing that uh, they think that her stage fright was really an excuse for her early dementia that was coming on. Because she was, I mean, they, they felt that and they kind of saw it in retrospect, you know, knowing uh, that that was, I know. Maybe she was just a heavy pop smoker. Probably, probably, which I feel like that's a perfect moment to transition into our golden takeaways. Wait. Because it's almost time. I know we have to go really quickly. Rose calls Blanche an Indian giver in this episode, which oh. would not fly today. Yeah. That's all. She t- yeah. tells her she'd be an Indian giver. Yeah. I feel like it probably would fly on basic cable. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Remember Seinfeld covered that. Did they? With the Indian statue. Oh, that's right. Jerry was dating an Indian girl, and I think she gave him a gift. And then she wanted it back, or no, he gave her a gift and wanted it back, and he didn't want to say Indian giver. Uh, <laughs> that's so great. And, <laughs> I, and, I, and I feel like that was probably circa 92, 93. So yeah, there were maybe only six or seven more good mm-hmm. years where you could reasonably get away with that. And that was probably the last episode of any television where that phrase ever came up in any capacity. Amazing. Wasn't there a movie, The Indian in the Cover? Yeah, 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 The Indian in the Cover. Was that not offensive to anyone? No, because it was actually a little Native American in the cover. Yeah. Based on the book. Yeah. Little boy was very wide-eyed. Little boy. Um, Okay, so golden takeaways. Golden. So a golden takeaway, our golden moment, is basically a lesson derived from throughout the episode uh, for you that's personal. Sure. You know, it's sort of a, a yoga moment where you get Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, through the golden girl. so we'll start because it's usually good okay. to hear ours first. Um, my golden takeaway um, goes to the Fritos moment and how much I, how ashamed I am that I don't eat Fritos more in my adult life. And seeing that taught me I need to incorporate Fritos into more of my dishes and snacks. Maybe we'll have a Fritos casserole at next week's oh, recording. That would be right. There's an episode of Mama's Family where the Frito or the chili dish that won was a Frito chili dish. It was Naomi's Frito chili. Wow. I know way too much about Mama's Family. <laughs> but, but there's overlap with Golden Girls and Mama's Family. Yeah. So, okay. 
Yeah. Um, what is I want? I was gonna say I think that was my golden take. Well, my golden takeaway. It's actually the same moment, but I'm gonna say be respectful of those sitting around you because I, a few weeks ago, was on a date with a very lovely man, and um, I brought. We went to the movies and I brought snacks and I was like, I brought fruit, I brought cheese, and then I bought, I brought bagel chips. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever eaten or taken a bite out of a bagel chip yeah. um, in a quiet movie theater, uh -huh. but I mean, it was like he said, it sounded like I was chewing on like screws, and I, but I was so <laughs> hungry. And the cheese and the fruit weren't enough to satisfy me, so like every few minutes, I would just put it in my mouth and just like. Let my saliva soften it a little bit, and then it was still like crunch. <laughs> I bet you were totally endearing in that um, moment, though. I bet he it's like. It's going well, out. so Is I think it, it's fine. That's great. You're gonna have bagel chips at your wedding. <laughs> uh, let's not. It's fine anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like very uncomfortable. Very nice. We're gonna cut this part out. What was your golden takeaway? Uh, I guess my golden takeaway was um, it, it was. I, I'm fairly certain uh, that as a child, my father, when he had to look after me as an infant, I, I'm pretty sure he gave me brandy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really true. Yeah. Because uh, I remember a couple of years ago, he was saying how they, they put, you know, they soak a little uh, rag in, mm -hmm. in brandy or wine uh, for when they do the circumcision. Oh. During the bris. And he said it worked so well that anytime your mother left me alone with you and your, your brother... And you guys are being fussy. There you go. I just had an adult bris. Like, not like a, like not like the actual circumcision because I'm already circumcised, but a prick. I converted. Oh. Yeah. Oh, welcome but, to the like, club. Thank you. But I, they had to prick my dick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we were on bris, so I felt like I had to share. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stay tuned for Jalen's next podcast, Prick uh, yeah. My Dick. Prick my dick. We're talking about converters. <laughs> we yeah. yeah. We've covered. Yeah. We have. This yeah, is great, we've though. We turned a, a sort of a bleh episode into a very fun chat. Yeah, I like that. This is great, Sam. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. Where can people follow you? This has been my absolute pleasure. You can follow me on the Twitters. I'm at Sam Levine. S A M M L E V I N E. Uh, you can check you can out uh, the other podcast I do called Kevin Pollock's Chat Show. Very which, wonderful. Uh, thank you. Which we stream live oh, nearly every Sunday at kevinpollockschatshow.com. And then you can find us on iTunes, Earwolf, Hulu, YouTubes. Wow. And, uh, and you can see me You can see me on uh, Selfie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On uh, the ABC Television Network starting uh, Tuesday, September 30th at 8 p.m. Sweet. I'm very excited about that. You just got to be following. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And word on the street is he's Jewish. Pick <laughs> my dick. I'm still uh, not. Um, <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter. I am at squid eat squid. <laughs> it's gonna I be love, a thing. Every it's week. gonna be a thing. And I am at H Allen Scott A L A N S C O T T. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, be sure to tune in for the next episode. I think we might be watching the Triangle, which is one of my favorite oh, episodes. Um, can't wait. I don't know if you have a, a specific sign off, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say if your sign off line is not "Thank you for being," and then fill in the blank. A podcast oh. listener. Oh, oh, wow. You created something. I feel like you're really missing a golden. We did do Fasten Your Seatbelt Slut Puppy, the first one, which yeah. was a starter. But I think that's great. Should it be thank you for being a fan? How about thank you for being a listener? whatever you're feeling at this yeah. moment? 
You guys don't have to. We don't have to decide now. Yeah, we can talk about we it. We can talk yeah, about we it. We can do an online Facebook yeah. poll. Yeah. We could do a poll. So yeah. for now, let's say thank you for being a listener. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having technology in your life. Yeah. Thank you for being a... We're done. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye